It's now time for Remember When with Uncle John. John Guess, Washita County's resident storyteller and local historian. Sit back now and enjoy a walk down memory lane as John recalls the days of yesteryear in his own unique way. You never know, some of it might even be true. So here's Uncle John, along with his trusty sidekick, Kelly Blair. Back on Remember When with Uncle John. Well, here we are at the start of a brand new week all over again. But, uh, John, you said you always got good friends that you want to remember when about. Today is April the 19th, the 67th birthday of a good friend of mine. Mr. Jack Daniels. And I'm not talking about Jack Daniels' black label. I'm oh, talking, I, I was going to say, I thought that had been lo- around longer than that. I'm talking about Jack Daniels from Nashville, Arkansas. This guy's name is actually Jack Daniels. He's actually Daniels. Da- Jack Daniels, and he don't drink. <laughs> Do what? That's the no, truth. That's no the truth. way. Uh, he was born and raised over at what they call Mine Creek over around Nashville. Okay. I met him when I was 17 years old. Uh, I had a little girl from, from Texarkana that, whose folks had a cabin at White Oak Lake. I'd gone over to see her, and, you know, it was the 70s, and, you know, things was different. And uh, he had the Seminole Hot Rod. Oh. Yellow and white, 57 Chevrolet. Uh, This was when the Pro Street thing first got started, you know, with the big tires tucked under the fenders and all that. Right. He had the first one that I ever saw. Hmm. And, you know, back then, you know, kids gathered on the parking lots and things, you know. And... uh, I just walked up to him and wanted to look at his car. I thought it was the most beautiful car I'd ever saw. And we kind of struck up a conversation, you know. And then uh, a couple of weeks later, I was over there and saw him again. Well, it kind of blossomed into a friendship. You there know? you go. Absolutely. Uh, like I said, he was born and raised at Nashville, uh, out of the Mine Creek area around Nashville. Uh, done everything when it came to cars. You know, raced dirt track cars over to dirt track at Nashville which is the uh, Diamond Park Speedway now. Uh, all the dirt tracks in that part of the state uh, raced dirt bikes, you know, uh, built hot rods. He worked at the, I think it's the Husqvarna plant over at Nashville. Okay. Where they make uh, all kinds of chainsaws, weed, weed outdoors, eater, weed eaters and all kinds of outdoor stuff like that. Yep. And he would get the stuff that that uh, that they threw away. And, and make things work with it, you know. Oh, yeah, man. The guy can fix anything. He can build anything. But he couldn't tell you who his representative is at the state legislature for anything in the world. You know? <laughs> and he don't care. There you go. I he like him care. already. But, uh, Jack, like I said, I the one of the biggest thrills of my life at that time was riding down State Line Avenue uh, in that yellow and white 57 Chevrolet. Uh, no back seat, no windshield wipers, no heater. Big block, you know, uh, Tunnel ram, two four barrels sticking out the hood, you know. I mean, well, Muncie four speed, that Muncie four speed wine, you know. Uh, just a great guy. Uh, turned sixty seven today, and he he promised me he'd listen. Uh, yeah, because of our new podcast, you can hear us anywhere around now. Uh, you know, car wrecks, dirt, you know, upside down in dirt car, dirt track cars, uh, wrecked dirt bikes, the whole schmear. He's going to Fort Worth to the dirt track races. And he stops down there somewhere in East Texas at a, I can't remember if it was a Western Sizzling or a Bonanza or Golden Corral or something like that. Uh, sitting at a table by himself eating, ceiling fan falls out of the ceiling, hits him in the head, messes him up, cuts the top of his ear off. Ouch. Cuts the top of his left ear off. Holy crap. Attack you know, by a ceiling and, fan. And he's one of those guys that are not going to sue anybody. Yep. 
But, you know, they offered him a settlement. Well, you know, he took it. Well, did you he sure took take it, it absolutely. And, uh, and you know, uh, uh, didn't get married till he was in his mid-50s. Uh, just a great guy. Uh, he don't, he don't uh, you know, we all, we all lived a rough and tumble life, you know. He bought him a, uh, he went and bought a car. Uh, it's like a 32 Ford, you know, a fiberglass car, you know. Right. Uh, air conditioning, plush carpet, power steering, big stereo system, you know, that you just get in and drive. Yep. Like the rest of us, you know, he's getting a little bit, can't get up and down like he used to, you know. And, and uh, you know, he's 67 years old. Bought him something he can just, him and his wife can get in and cruise. There you go. Uh, his wife's name, Annie. Uh, I said that he doesn't drink. Uh, about a month after Denise passed away, I met him at Wright Patman Lake at Texas County. Got a big old boat. And we went out in the lake and kind of throw the anchor down. And uh, he popped open a bottle of champagne. And I'm sure they bought it at a gas station somewhere because it, it wasn't no high-dollar champagne. But we sat there and had a toast to Denise and uh, – uh, the only time I've ever, as long as I've known him, the only time I ever saw him drink. There you go. I mean, what else would you expect from a guy named Jack Daniels? <laughs> That's exactly true. If he's celebrating his birthday today, I'm sure uh, Harley Davidson, the Marlboro Man, and Virginia Slims is invited over. Well, happy 67th birthday, Jack, and uh, I'll be talking to you tonight, and I hope you uh, hope you have a great birthday. You always, uh, you said today is always kind of a melancholy day for you there, John. Uh, my mama passed away 29 years ago today. Uh, she wasn't mother. She wasn't mom. She was mama. Yeah. And uh, she she fell and uh, and broke her hip in the yard uh, uh, working on flowers and uh, went to El Dorado and had a hip surgery. Came through it just like a champion, you know. Uh, went down and stayed with her. You know, my brother and I, did, you know, alternated nights staying with her. And uh, she came home and uh, stayed in the hospital 10 days. Uh, done a little rehab there in the hospital. Came home. Uh, her first cousin was going to stay with her for a few days. We got her in the house and got her situated and got everything taken care of that we were supposed to get taken care of. And my brother and I both left both left to go home. And uh, as soon as I walked in the door, uh, the phone was ringing. When she sat down in the bed, uh, had a blood clot go to her heart, and she passed away. Oh, for Pete's sake. But she, you know, she 10 days, uh, the only time she's ever in the hospital, except to have me, and my brother, and uh, uh, she made it home to lay down in the bed that the only bed she'd ever had with my daddy. You know, there you go. And uh, kind of a storybook ending, you know. Uh, if you, know you had, if she had to go, that's probably exactly where she would have chosen. Yeah, absolutely. You know, she uh, she had lived long enough to see uh, both my brother and I, you know, become, I guess you would call successful or settled. You know. I had gotten through the worst years, the rough years, the crazy years. And, you know, she had lived long enough to see me have kids, my brother have kids. And uh, she was satisfied, you know. I've always thought that she knew something was going on because uh, it wasn't just a few weeks before she fell. I, I went up to her house one Saturday. And, you know, the old folks had burning barrels. Yep. You know. I still oh. got one. And uh, <laughs> I guess I'm old now. She was standing out at the burning barrel with a big box, and she was burning stuff. I said, Mama, what are you? What's in that box? She said, That's your daddy's letters. I said, Don't be burning daddy's letters. I want to read them. She said, No, you ain't going to read them. Yeah, no, this ain't none of your business. And I honestly believe that she knew that she was her time was short because she'd have never done that otherwise. Right. But she was everything a mama should be, and more. And you know, she uh, was last week was her birthday, and we talked about her. 
never had a uh, official job in her life, but mama and wife and homemaker. Most important ones. Uh, most important one. But, uh, you know, I broke her heart a million times, but I never heard it so bad that if I come in, she wouldn't ask me, was I hungry? You know, what you want to eat? Uh, she Which never means ga- I love you in Southern. That's right. <laughs> That's Southern for yeah. I love you. She never gave up on me and uh, and never stopped praying for me and never stopped hoping I was going to be okay. And it took a while, but I think I'm okay now. But she uh, uh, she was a, a unique person. I never weighed, probably never tipped the scales at 100 pounds in her life. But uh, she fixed pies and cakes every day and, and cooked, you know, one thing right after another. And she used to say all the time, I wished I could see everything I ever cooked in one pile. But she passed away 29 years ago today. And as bad as it hurt, as much as we miss her, as much as I miss that potato salad and them chocolate pies, you know, she was ready to go. And uh, she had lived long enough to see what she wanted to see. And if you got to go, she went the way you'd want to go. No question about that whatsoever. And obviously in a much better place uh, up in heaven with Dad, right? That's right. That's exactly right. Well, we got another price recommendation here. All right. Today is the birthday of one Edward Harrison Leslie. Oh, okay. Ed Leslie. I know who you're talking about. You know who I'm talking about. Uh, yep. He, he never went by that, though. No, he didn't. He went, he went, by, a he lot. went, he went by a lot of names. He, had, never he had, had like 20 names. Yeah, you know? absolutely. But uh, Hulk Hogan, when he first broke into the business, he was Sterling Golden. Yep. And then this man became Dizzy Golden. Yep. And then when he became Hulk Hogan, this guy became Dizzy Hogan. Yep. Just had his own little sidekick. And later on, he became Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Brutus Beefcake, absolutely. Now everybody knows who we're talking about. They were the Boulder Brothers there for they a minute. They were. There. They uh, certainly were. They, Like a lot of them, they skipped around to different territory every three or four months early on trying to trying to hit it big somewhere. They, uh, you know, they grew up in Tampa together, and I guess he's probably the best uh, hanger-on in the business, you know, because he, of, he did hang on to those coattails for a while. Everywhere Hogan went, uh, it was a package deal. Yep, he didn't go anywhere Ed, without without Ed Leslie going. Ed Leslie was right behind him. They were workout partners and road partners and uh, and best friends. I think now they had a falling out a few years ago, but I think that all got repaired. Uh, Hogan actually inducted him into the Hall of Fame in 2019, but you know he was a decent wrestler. Yeah, you know? uh, and one of the early powerhouses. Yes, he had to, he had that look when he was when he was the barber. Yep, he had that look, and that was a pretty good gimmick. Yeah, you know? ri- ripped pants, and uh, he wore some fishnets under the wrestling attire, and uh, like you said, he'd always have one of those little bow ties, you know, yeah. just by itself. Uh, n- no shirt for it to be on, but you know. Anyway, of course he was. You know, he was Hogan's Hogan's buddy, but he and Greg Valentine actually held the. Uh, the WWF Tag Team Championship for a while. That was my first, uh, when I first saw Brutus Beefcake, he was tag team champions with Greg Valentine, and they had a tremendous feud with the British Bulldogs, which was always one of my favorite tag teams. Of course, you know, in July of 1990, he had a parasailing accident. Yeah, heard and, about that. And liked to kill him. Yep. Uh, uh, really hurt his face real bad. He was out for a long time. Yeah, he basically face-planted right into a parasailing boat. And and you know had to have a lot of surgery, and when he came back after that, it just it was it kind of like he lost a little lost a little bit of the spark you know that yep. he had lost his momentum, I guess is the word I'm looking for. Yeah, because even when Hogan went to WCW, he came in as 
what, the Renegade, the Phantom, the Shadow, the I mean, he had all kinds of crazy He was names. the Booty Man, the Zodiac. Yeah, there you go, uh, All kinds of stuff, you I know. I couldn't remember what they called Of course, called. later on, you know, he got in trouble. He got in, he got in legal trouble. Uh, with you know he he got caught in the post office or something with some uh, with some uh, I don't remember what it was some kind of substance okay got in a bunch of trouble over that and then the mayor of some town I can't remember the name of the town but he goes in city hall with his with his his haircut and shears and going to give the mayor a haircut okay and you know he was under the influence of some some narcotics and got oh, in trouble no. over that. But, you know, he, he, he had his fair share of trouble. He and Hogan had a falling out over uh, him selling the uh, unlicensed uh, paraphernalia, memorabilia of Hogan's. There you go. But they made up, and, and he uh, he wrestled his last match in 2016. And uh, I guess, you know, he does the conventions now and the autograph signings and things like that. But he had a pretty good run. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, he and Hogan toured the world together. And uh, I'm sure he made a lot of money. And done a lot of things. Absolutely. Like I said, now I remember him best as Brutus Beefcake, just straight Brutus Beefcake, wrestled in WrestleMania 1 against Bruno San Martino's son. Yeah. Uh, you know, had Johnny Valentine, who we've talked about on this program as his manager for a while, tag team champions with Greg Valentine. But you say Brutus Beefcake, everybody remembers the barber. That's by far the gimmick that got him over the biggest. And, of course, I can still hear Gorilla Monsoon right now calling him Brother Brutai. Brother Brutai. There you go. Absolutely. Big day, uh, I know, for you, John. You got a memory associated with this one, too? Well, I would be remiss if I did not acknowledge the fact that uh, Denise and I would have been married 32 years today. There you go. Uh, you know, she's gone on to a better place. Uh, we all miss her. Her girls, you know, are, are are just doing so good with their life. Uh, she would be so proud of them, the way they've, the way they've, the accomplishments that they've done and, and the, thing, the way they're taking care of their grandmother. She would be very proud of them, and we miss her, and we would have been married 32 years today. There you go. Absolutely. Great memory. And, you know, tomorrow, uh, my buddy Randy Stennett and my brother my brother and I, we're going to the Pate Swap Meet. There you go. Annual trip. Uh, down in Fort Worth, down at the NASCAR track. It's the largest automotive swap meet in the South, uh, and this is our 25th year. Wow. We started going in 96. Of course, we didn't have it last year because of the COVID. But uh, we've been going every year. Hadn't missed it. Uh, it's a big deal for us. Uh, they usually have it out in the parking lot at the NASCAR track. But they've had to move it this year because they're giving COVID shots in the parking lot. Oh, okay. So they've moved it. There's a, there's a dirt track there beside the NASCAR track. And they're having it in the parking lot at the dirt track. Oh, okay. But uh, we've gone before and stayed two days, and you still can't see it all. Right. Uh, they have... Walk all over the place, spend all your money, and well, still hadn't. I've always it walked, but this year I'm so crippled up and, and uh, uh, handicapped. I actually spent the money and reserved me a scooter. There you go. They couldn't believe that I did it. Uh, but, you know, I just can't walk that anymore. Yeah, they can't believe you did it, but they're going to be asking for a ride about halfway through. Absolutely. But uh, uh, you can see anything that you want, anything you need, motorcycle parts, car parts, when I say car parts, antique car parts, uh, race car parts, original parts. Uh, you know, of course, there's vendors there. There's dealers there. Uh, and you can find any obscure, hard-to-find, didn't-believe-it-existed part in the world. There you go. They got tools. Of course, they. it's like all swap meets. 
they got arts and crafts and they got they got Juanita's candy and they got clothes and all that. But knickknacks. It's primarily car parts, motorcycle parts, uh, and it's it's a big deal for us. And like I said, this is 25 years, and we are looking forward to it. We always leave about four or five o'clock in the morning, stop and get us a big breakfast. And of course, my brother, you know, scares the bejesus out of us. You know, at 90 miles an hour down the interstate, and we get there, you know, and we take the place in and stop, come home, stop, and have a big supper, make a big day out of it. But uh, I'm looking forward to it this year because, like I said, I sprung for the money and got me a, a scooter rented, and I'm going to ride all day instead of having to walk. There you go. You're going to end up with carrying everybody's packages that they buy, too. They're going to load them all down on that scooter. Well, they may do that. You know, I think we're going to carry a little buggy. So we can pull behind the scooter. There so. you go. That scooter better have a low gear to it. That's all I got to say. And, we, you know, we'll carry an ice chest with some bottled water in it and things like that. But uh, looking forward to it. Big deal. Uh, we talk about it all year long, you know. And uh, we'll be down there tomorrow all day long. Come home sunburned, tired, wore out. Uh, have to rest all weekend, but there you uh, go. looking forward to it. Sounds like redneck heaven to me. Hey, that's going to wrap up Remember When with Uncle John here for today. If you missed any of our past episodes, you can go check us out, though, on thewashitalpodcast.com. You've been listening to Remember When with Uncle John on Y95. This broadcast can be heard each weekday morning at 645 on South Arkansas's favorite station, Y95.